What is your favorite hip hop beat of all time? It wasn't rainy, but it was definitely a little <laughs> on a phone. I put all those words up. Um, it might be shook once. Um, but cream is also a really good one that I need Mariah Carey on. Um. Damn. But then Timberland got some mad beats. I feel ah, like it's it's not shit. it's not a simple question. You gotta have at least uh you know two it's or three. It's really not. Um God fucking damn. Uh mm. yeah, okay, so Sook One's definitely one. Um uh-huh. uh shit. Every almost everything that Timbaland has produced with Jay Z. Uh oh for Jay Z. Um The Show by Dougie Fresh and them. Okay, okay. Lottie Dottie. We like the party. We don't <laughs> cause trouble. We don't bind up nobody with. Somebody Just knows their up history. On the mic, but when we rock up on the bike, we rock the mic, right? All of y'all keep me all in <laughs> Smile and enjoy yourself because it's cool. That's my shit. Um uh I'm gonna I'm gonna end it there. I'm I'm gonna end all right. it right there. All right. Right Those are the all acceptable. There. Those are all acceptable answers, so I'll take those. Um for me, I forgot, I think I posted this on Twitter a couple of days ago, but the ones that I remember are Pete Rock and CL Smooth, uh They Reminisce Over You. Yes. That's one I of my favorites. I used to love her by Common. Mm, mm. And what was the other one that I wrote? Let me see if I can look up on my Twitter. Oh, it was Quiet Storm. Uh, Mop Deep. It's the Q to the B with the M O B B. Words. I wish I lived a life I live. Hey, your prodigy. Tell them what it is done. Yo, it's the real shit to make you feel shit. To put me in the club shit. Have you all now? Ouch. <laughs> Oh man, drugs. To yeah, things on the raw, uncut. Have to OD because it's never hot. Damn, ho, here we go again. Light as a rock, bitch. Hot as a cock, bitch. I'm sorry. You had to just. You had to say the word. You had to say it. <laughs> what, bitch? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, no. That I think those are mine. I can't. I'm looking at on Twitter right now to see if um. If I could find the third one. Oh, it was. Okay. So here, it was actually two. Um, two more. So it was R- Renee by Lost Boys. Um, and You Know How We Do It by Ice Cube. Okay. And for the lambs out there, um, if you guys know Irresistible by Mariah, then you know that that B is from uh, You Know How We Do It. Sliding. West Sliding. I was listening to Tom Bracelet on Sunday. I sure was. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Did he go? Um, Where did he go? I can't hear." <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I uh, think yeah. Those are those are my four. So. That being said, welcome back to another episode of House of Fuse. Coming from the House of Emancipation, my name is Frankie. And from the House of St. Savage, it is I, Huey. What's up? How we doing, Huey? I'm good. I'm good. No, I'm good, man. <laughs> I'm pretty good. How about yourself? Doing good. Doing good. I'm actually, I was looking um, at rooms and apartments earlier today um in a specific area so i'm hoping that in the next few weeks i can uh make a day where i can go down and check certain things out and you know get things rolling you have fun with that (laughs) yeah so it's 
you know, it's it's slowly becoming that time for me to just uh, spread your wings and, and prepare to fly. Exactly. Yeah. Fly away, butterfly. <laughs> there we go. Shout out to Kelly Price, man. Who? Kelly Price. I mean, I know what you said. I just wanted to, you know, make sure because she did some we... good titty screaming on that album. <laughs> yeah, she but truly we don't... did. Yeah, but we don't give love to people that shade our queen. Kelly Price shades everybody because she's Kelly Price. Uh, and let's not forget <laughs> Kelly Price was singing backup for Sid Queen so it's just like uh, you're not really shading her you're more so shading yourself because you was the one back there doing her oohs and ahs <laughs> oh my god that makes me think of glitter classic cinema and they were walking down the street and she was like all we gotta do is go ooh ah uh, <laughs> go and get paid <laughs> She was like, I'm sure she can really sing. She was like, I ain't say all that. She can't sing. <laughs> Just a few oohs and ahs. I don't do oohs and ahs. <laughs> oh, man. We love but yeah, that's girls. Yeah, that's what's been going on with me. Um, other than that, I have like this back pain that is just uh, it's so abusive right now. I'm going to go to a fucking oh. chiropractor in the morning. Damn, you done got abused? listen <laughs> I'm not gonna say who it was but some I, I made a post on Instagram <laughs> saying that I um, uh, 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 listen let me find listen out somebody me. somebody pushed the, the ball in their palm of their hand into the small of your back and said oh shit listen there's, there's, there's very few things I want in life and <sighs> that's always on the list but somehow well uh, it's 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 been a long time, so don't bring me back there. There's no such thing as a long time. I feel that's like a that's lie. a song title. That's Is a that lie. a song title? Is that like a brandy uh, song title? No. Wait, no, it's not. She has a song called like "There's No Such Thing as Something." There's no such thing as too late. There we go. There we go. Somebody, you can wait. Oh really? Okay. Well, let's let's not get into all that now. Um, <laughs> that's that's a that, that was a good album, man. Shout out to Two Eleven. That was the rock I, I enjoyed that album. Scared of uh, scared of beautiful man. Shout out to Frank Ocean. You... That pen, that nasty uh-huh. ass pen. My uh, favorites were Hardly Breathing and I think Can You Hear Me Now. Mine is Wish Your Love Away. Mostly oh, I, for I, the uh the end of it when it's autumn. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so good. I try to do every part, but I can't. It sounds very much like a, a song Joe would be on. It does. It does. But I don't feel like Joe would have given us those vocal layers like Slay on a did. So Oh no, he just would have been he just would have been the you know, the male presence. Alrighty, let's let's move right on into another talented black man. Take you out on a night cruise on a uh, Or not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry continue. see I see what you did there and we're gonna get there in a minute <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah for, the, for those for those that don't know what we're talking about it will make sense in a few minutes woo so All right, let's go. because yes <laughs> So because it's okay. So because last week we didn't we didn't give you guys an episode due to technical difficulties, we're gonna give our perfect score to Tyler Perry for being the first black man to own a major film studio. Big ups to the to the black king Tyler Perry, although we can debate the quality of some of his works, 
we are not going to debate his legacy and the impact that he is having. Um, and that's a big ass fucking student. Like that is three hundred and thirty acres space. or thirty it, it thirty is. acre property, I should say. And like the houses are apparently like they're all built up to code. Like that was time, effort, money, attention put into um building that. So and it's definitely a good look. Um, all the sound stages named after you know like big lap. Like it's 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 a really dope move. It's it's a like it makes me happy and um I I aspire to be on that level of um power and 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 right. and 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 to have those resources and be able to not only have them for myself but also um have it for other people to use as well um it's just, it's a it's a don't move and as as somebody who um wants to to get into film and television um it's it's definitely helped to broaden the horizons of the things that I can do so it's it's I'm happy it it yeah it's a good look right and not only you know does he have this studio but it was also announced that he was going to have a compound for women and lgbt youth so that's also I mean, something to be very very happy about if i ever see Tyler Perry in person i'm gonna have to apologize to him for talking shit i am <sighs> not about for talking so, shit about work but it, it is i've said some not so nice things about Tyler Perry before that um you know sorry bruh I apologize from the bottom of my heart. Right. Well, now that we got all the nice things out, I want to um, take the time to talk to everyone about um, a movie that I watched last night called Acrimony. You finally saw it. Oh, my gosh. Did you, didn't you? you just love it? Two whole hours of... <laughs> f- fuckery. I don't know how else to describe this movie (laughs) spoiler alert we're gonna talk about it for like the next two to three minutes and then we're gonna move right on into the timeline (laughs) so So what was your favorite part my (laughs) okay so so i I was watching this last night um and i was in a i was in a state of had a couple glasses of wine. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's just say I was watching this, you know, in, in a in a specific state of mind because I felt like I had to be. Um, when this bitch got on the boat and told him, told told her husband, I forgot his name, um, to make his wife jump off the boat, I hollered in my room. This bitch pointed a gun in his face and said, like, I guess he said, like, you know, oh, no, I, I love you. I still I've, I've always loved you. And she was like, you love me? She was like, then make that bitch jump off the boat. <laughs> oh, but how did she get there? That's that was going to be my first question to you was like how like because obviously there were a lot of unanswered questions in this movie um, <laughs> because Ooh. obviously prior to her getting on the boat, her family kind of stopped her from leaving the house the day of his wedding yeah so in my head i'm like did she kill the family how did she get out i feel like she probably killed the family i mean again maybe not maybe not all of them that movie left unanswered questions and unquestioned answers it was just a (laughs) hodgepodge of like i just i there was just such a uh disregard for detail and intention um and everybody did well in the movie like the material just was not that great and Taraji you deserve better than that she really did she did <sighs> oh man i feel like in about another 20 years or so it might become a cult classic and the same vein is like glitter I th- I th- I think so. I think it's one of, the, but I feel like it's going to be one of those like stoner, uh, cult classics. Like you have to watch it, you know, while high or drunk or something. Because <laughs> if you 
if you like sit down and like take this movie in <laughs> as something serious and you're going to be really upset about it. So I feel like the only way to get through this movie is to treat it as a comedy, even though it's supposed to be like this. Uh, What's thriller? this? Like a, exactly. Like, it, again, Tyler Perry just slapped some shit together. He was like, I'm bored. <laughs> I am just going to do I, It was a passion project. That wasn't no career move. That was just like. I got this new camera. Let's play with it. Let's play with this green screen. Let's see what I can do with this. It almost, I mean, I don't know if you ever watched Black Mirror, but it, it almost felt like something that would be on Black Mirror um, because it was just like so far out there. Like there was a lot of extreme characters, like the the, the, the older sister for one. Um, <laughs> did, it did, a, didn't like her from the jump. It was, I don't I, but again, I'm I'm not in in Tyler Perry's position, so it's only but so much that I can say. But from a consumer standpoint, I, I want my money back. <laughs> the cash app is open. <laughs> yeah, no. So yeah, that's that's our our quick little thoughts on acrimony. Maybe one day we'll have an episode dedicated to all of the nonsense but we'll see because it's no we won't like i said oh we won't okay so i'm not watching that movie again that's canceled then (laughs) (laughs) i am oh man let's move right on into music box so what have you been listening to this past week i just want to say love is a losing game and i just might be a hoe is that a lyric it is it is. It's All Summer right. Walker. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> just might be a whole, uh, I don't know why. It just it stirs something in me. That's a really good album. Um, a bunch of interludes, but it's a really good album. <laughs> comprised of interludes. Um, but no, it was like the, the shortness of those songs. It's, it 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 was off putting. Um, it's like where is, can I can I get a break? Can I get a prequel? Can can Okay, you just yeah. okay. Okay, I mean, the, okay. It's, it's her first album, so I feel like you know she's. She, I think she has a lot of room to grow. Um, oh yeah, and it wasn't bad. It just it took some getting used to because again, the songs are like two and a half minutes long. Almost like I'm used to right four minutes ish. Um, it apparently it's uh what the highest opening week for a female R and B album. In like ten years or some shit like that. Yeah, for what streaming, right? In in total. But my question again, like this streaming stuff, I have questions. So I'm assuming that the streams for the individual tracks um that came out before the album contribute to the album's numbers. Uh see, I I, I never even thought about that. Because I know that's why Drake like. Uh, what was that views why uh it popped because hotline bling was on it so all the streams and stuff from hotline bling carried over to the album oh see then that's not even how do you how do you how do you equate like the stats of a single to to an album I, i'm pretty sure that's how drake finessed drake has played this game very smart by the way See now, now I'm starting to feel for Nicki Minaj and her beef against uh, Billboard. <laughs> it's it it's it's um it's complicated. Yeah. It is, and because it's so much like new, like things that move quick to the point where like there are no good guidelines and structure to handle streaming and stuff. So it's I don't know. It's yeah, yeah. Drake sold yeah. 1.2 million copies of views only thanks to the old Hotline Blink strings. Oh, wow. That's wild. The album including... The album including digital tracks and streaming album equivalents has crossed 1 million marking US sales. Now let's get into the bullshit. <laughs> what website is this? Stereo Gump. The only reason views has crossed the 1 million mark in the U.S. sales and nearly 1.2 million globally is because of the final song on that album, a late inclusion called Hotline Bling. As you might recall, back in February, 
RIAA changed the certification methodology to account for streaming and download consumption patterns. Per the RIAA's new rules, 1,500 on-demand audio and or video song streams equals 10 track sales, which equals one album sale. Um, And, you know, Hotline Bling streamed like shit. Yeah, it was a pretty big song. Um, So, yeah. So that was my question when it came to Summer Walker's album, because uh, what's it called? Girls, girls, uh, girls like fun. Wait, on on Drake's album or Summer's? Summer Walker. Hers is uh, girls need love. Jesus, what? what yes, the fuck? it's late. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> the the remix is on there on her album, the one with Drake. Um. So I don't know. I don't, either way, the album is amazing, and I fucks with it heavy, and just might be all. And there's some other good songs on there too. The song that samples Seven O Two is uh yeah, I All right, your turn. I did. I did enjoy the song with um with Usher. I like the I like the way they they uh handle that sample yeah i went back and listened to my way just for nostalgia's sake it's still an amazing album i think it well, yesterday was his birthday i think right that's fine <laughs> Alrighty then um let's guess it's no my turn shame, no shame no 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 shame oh, pl- oh please don't even start with that <laughs> um so I've been listening to Lucky Day's album pretty much like on repeat for the past six, seven months. And um my one of my favorite tracks on it is a track called uh Concentrate. And I'm very upset that I didn't get to go see him in concert and I should have fucking went, but something told me not to drive all the way to New York. Well, there's always next door. Uh, I know, but what if it's one of those things where he goes on tour and he doesn't perform the songs from the other album and then I never get a chance to hear my songs live? I'm just going to be devastated. You should be shit out of luck then, pal. Well, already then. Thank you so much for killing my dream. Um, just listen to that on the iPod. Just... Yeah. <laughs> be like Nene. I'll listen to that on the iPod. Exactly. <laughs> Alrighty, so let's move right on into this timeline. We have a few things to cover. Um, nothing too crazy. Um, I will say this: I'm not going to get into Gina Rodriguez. That I will leave for Twitter, um, because I've already Can talked you? about her several times. Um, so first off, somebody who is very unproblematic, Miss JoJo, is back with a new single slash video, and she fucking better i don't know it was something going on in my spirit because i don't did i talk about her hair i don't know either yeah i think i did maybe so when when i was talking about listening to her first album oh um, yes yes yeah like i don't know it's it's really been like heavy on my spirit like and then it's like oh she's dropping shit like it was something that like my spirit knew before i found out for like i don't know i it Either way, I, I'm here for all the all the things, and I want the album, and I'm gonna buy it and play it and stream it. Um, the same way I did Mad Love because Mad Love still cranks. Y'all got me fucked up. Um, <laughs> if you wanna call me Edible, you said incredible. Ah, ah. I shit. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited too. It's been I think what three years since Mad Love. Um. And I got a chance to check out that tour and uh, get a lap dance from her on my birthday. And she tweeted you. Oh, she tweeted me, I think, once or twice. Um, I think it was, what was it? I think it had something to do with Mariah when she was covering that Mariah song, mm-hmm. um, Missy Most at Christmas Time. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so JoJo's always been a friend in my head. And I'm glad to say that I've technically met her and, you know had some fun at her concert or whatever um agape bruh oh yeah that was demonstrate that was the the one that had andre on it right the fucking tringle save my soul give joanna her things and (sighs) let her take more (laughs) well she 
Yeah, that's the name of the new, um, which I feel like it's it sounds like a like an intro on an album. Um, the new track called Joanna. Um, yeah, where she basically talking about like uh, some of the being a bad bitch that went through some shit. Yeah, right. And some of the things that she probably <laughs> has heard over the past few years uh, regarding her status, you know, in the industry and you know stuff like that so and it's the video is cute too um it's a short song nothing too crazy um but she did announce that um she's releasing a new single i think next friday um called sabotage featuring chica i want to i hope that's that's how you pronounce her name how it's spelled it's spelled c-h-i-k-a it it probably you know they do some weird things with the alphabet these days yeah, it could be Chica, it could be Chica, um, but whatever it is, it's coming next week. So stay tuned for that because I most likely will be commenting on that. I will be listening to it and getting my black ass life. In this <laughs> All righty. Well, speaking of listening to, even though. Yeah. Hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so going, so keeping the keeping the vibe of music and things being released um lil kim released her new album nine yeah the the first part of it um and there's going to be another part um i want oh, to say like this a part in, two yeah yeah there's going to be a part two um oh dear it wasn't bad but really? and i don't mean it's not like a bar but none of these girls are touching queen like None of them have touched Queen at all. Um, I'm just gonna and- say, <sighs> um, Lil Kim sounds like Remy Ma trying to rap. Um, oh. on this album, it was some good. It was some good bars on there. She had some. It was some moments. Um, but she, it's she doesn't have the. She doesn't have the presence that she used to have. Um, and this is, I mean, this is obviously, it's not even me trying to be shady or whatever. I just listened to this album because obviously it's, it's Lil' Kim. And she put out something, Kim, I'm going to listen to it. But none of these songs hit me in a in a good way. Um, a lot of, it sounds very processed. And it sounds like she's trying to keep up with the, with the kids and... It just, it just, it just wasn't for me. I there was one song I thought sounded like um, something that Young Thug would sing, and maybe he should have been on the track. It probably would have been better. Um, and that was like the only potential that I, you know, that I heard on the album. So I just feel like maybe she should just stick to doing girls' cruise or girls' trip, whatever it's called. Um, with- Fantasia's album was good. Oh, see, I didn't listen to that yet. Oh no, I did I still hear want to shake the shit out of somebody because we didn't get the Brandy and Jasmine Sullivan collab. But you know, I feel like we know whose fault that was, though. We do. Um, yeah, I did hear. And I think we, it was Bad we, Girl. Was, I'm pretty sure it was a label issue. I'm pretty sure it was a label issue, specifically Jasmine Sullivan's label. I don't think it was anything on any of the artists. I think it was label issues and the only one that would have label issues is Jasmine Sullivan yeah so I'm just gonna leave it at that but ending but on I the feel like Kim somebody note, should leak it the same way Nicki Minaj take that song with Nas and end up getting sued by Tracy Chapman but <laughs> I mean sis said no that was a hilarious ass tweet <laughs> I'm sorry continue I forgot what was the tweet do you remember Sis said no. Because <laughs> I remember, I remember Nikki tweeting something like, "Oh, what's going on?" Or like, uh, I guess trying to tell her fans that one of the songs couldn't clear because of the sample. Yeah, because Tracy Chapman wouldn't do it. And then yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure she tweeted, "It was a sis said no," and that was it. Oh wow. Well, that's that on that. Um, Lil Kim. I just, we love you. You're a legend, but um, I used maybe... to be scared of the dick. Now I throw lips to the shit. Handle it like a real bitch. Have a hunter, Jenny Jackman, take it in the bud. Yes, yes, what? I got name in Switzerland. 
Even got sand in the Netherlands, Bahamas in the spring. Baby, it's a big mama thing. You can tell by the diamonds in the rain. That's how many times I want to come. 21 and another one and another one and another one. 24 carats, nigga. That's when I fuck. I'm sorry. He was going to be on the Masked Singer. Oh, trust me. Give me, give me my costume. I'm coming out the fuck swinging. Period. What's gonna uh, be your costume? Hi, Mama, Miss Ivana. Usually rock the Prada, sometimes Gabbana. Took you for your cream and your riches. Sounds like a boy. Did me more. Prince Diane and all them rich bitches. Puff Daddy pumped the Hummer for the summer. I follow. And don't fuck with me. <laughs> what would be your costume? A bad bitch. Ow! You know what? <laughs> with no collar, because I am not owned, nor am I tame. Alrighty then. <laughs> I'm a mess. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But uh, no, so I always said if I ever did drag, it, it would be no time by Little Kim. That would be, that would be my. I would go the fuck off. But continue. So, do you know anything about this second like album? I mean, this this like part two. I haven't even heard about it. I just know she was releasing it in two parts, and that was it. Oh, alrighty. And I learned um, that from somebody tweeting about it. I was like, okay. Okay. Um, uh, we wish you all but, the luck on the album, and we're all gonna buy it. Shout outs to her. <laughs> thank you, but no shout outs to her for her, uh, her hip hop icon award that she got at the hip, uh, hip hop honors from BET. That was a dope move. That was a dope look. Um, and it was like she went through and thanked everybody, and then she was talking about how um she was always bummed out and upset that she never got like a, a BET award. And I believe she said it was her aunt or like her godmother or something was telling her that like she's like those are regular awards and you're not regular. Um, and honestly, by the time the BET Awards started, Kim was already solidified as an icon, so a BET Award wouldn't really have done anything to add to her. Like she was already there. Um, right. She had so already made a like, name for herself. Yeah, like she was already legendary. So, and and I when did Naked Truth come out? Oh, that BET was like, Awards were on when Naked Truth came out. I'm sure that um, was like what oh three oh four oh five ish. Okay, oh five oh six ish. I believe I want to say like oh six, maybe oh five. Yes. Um, Google right here. She could have you. I mean, she could have won the BET Award from that album, but even still, um, I feel like that Hip Hop Icon Award was much more suitable for her. Um, and I'm happy for her. I'm proud of her. I mean, it's fucking Kim. Yeah, I feel like it's a little overdue for her to get her flowers, um, especially for her impact, you know, on on hip hop. But um, you know, yeah, it came out fast. So that's that on that. Wish yeah, her all the best of luck. Uh, did you watch the episode of Blackish with the girlfriends cast? I did. It was amazing. I was happy. I was pleased. It was amazing to see them all on screen again with each other. The 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 comment Tony made about Jennifer Lewis and being happy that wasn't her mother was amazing. Um. All the the nods to the fucking William. I was I was waiting for him to come because I think I heard uh, <laughs> Tracy Ellis Ross say something like he was in the episode, but like really quickly. Like uh, it was a, it was a moment. I'm happy, and it was a dope episode. Blackish. Um, it's been a good season so far. I, I'm still behind on mixed dish. Um, mm. but Blackish has been good so far. So far, all these episodes. I mean, Blackish has never disappointed me. Um, excuse me, but. It was an amazing episode, and and I need to take off one day and just binge watch Girlfriends because I have all of the seasons <laughs> on DVD. Because I'm a bad bitch, and that's what bad bitches do. Ow. So do I. Ow, bad bitches unite. <laughs> um, I loved when they first, um, you know, when they first got to her house, and after she closed the door, and they recreated the um, the, <laughs> you know, the little the, the theme, the intro to the show. I was like screaming when I saw that. Oh man. It was a dope episode, though, and I mean, I fucking love Diane so much. So oh, much. she was she was over Rainbow's uh, fake activism group. 
<laughs> As she was, was like, Ruby. "Y'all snacks not even good." Like, <laughs> <laughs> there'll be donuts. Yeah, no, I thought like overall, I I really enjoyed that episode. I think it it touched on a lot, you know, in such a you know short amount of time for people to uh, to consume. But I think it it hit the nail on the head when it comes, you know regarding yeah. the topic of activism and how things are very different once you, you know, once you bring in the topic of race and how it, how feminism affects um, white women differently than it does black women. I mean, or people, yeah. women of color as well. So, um, so I just thought it was a great episode and I thought it was a, like the perfect episode to bring, you know, the, the cast of girlfriends in and um, they all look great. I actually watched their interview with, um, with Charlemagne, no. it was on YouTube. It's like probably like an hour long, um, but it was uh, nice to yeah, listen. They they had a lot to say. They were talking about you know the way yeah. girlfriends ended and um, Jill Marie Jones's uh, departure from the show, and they, oh. they unpacked a lot, and it, it got a little emotional at times. Um, I do, I do feel like Charlemagne probably wasn't the best person to moderate that, but I'll just leave it now at I that. I gotta go back and watch it. Yeah, so. Um, Check that out and form your own opinion about it. I will. (laughs) (laughs) So unless you got anything else. Um I'm 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 good. Um there are people who have issues with Dwayne Wade and the way he parents his child. Um and the support and love that he shows his child and to those people I say you can choke. Um I would say choke on a dick, but some of you might like having dicks in your mouth and that might be pleasurable for you. And I do not want you to enjoy the experience. So I'm just going to say choke on a turd. Um, All right. And I hope you choke so hard that it ends up coming out of your nose. You dirty cunts. <laughs> I, I can't. How am I supposed to take you seriously? <laughs> because maybe if y'all parents, y'all children... And stop worrying about what people do with theirs. Your children wouldn't be hanging around gallery place in the middle of a school day when they're supposed to be in third period algebra, yet they in front of the Chipotle in my motherfucking way while I'm trying to get my lunch. See, I think things got a little personal. Um, Truancy. It should be against the law. I'm pretty sure it is. And next time, I'm I'm not going to call the cops because they kill people. Um, But get your asses in the schoolhouse and make sure your children getting their lessons and shit. Ah, man. I mean, I don't know too much about uh about the recent situation. Um, let me look it up real quick. Oh, and they went in the lady house? Uh, a Tatiana well, a Jefferson. Fucking wellness check. A well <sighs> Yeah, no. I there's there's so much I would like to say about this topic, but it's just like that bam okay. <sighs> he was like, Oh, I'm not gonna get away with this. I'm I'm just gonna quit. There's just there's no excuse. There's no, I don't want to hear nothing about fear. I don't want to hear nothing about, I don't know if you saw, there was like a picture of a gun in the house in fucking, it's fucking Texas in a, uh, in a state where you can legally own a gun (sighs) and you can, I think it's open carry as well. (sighs) Well, at least he's out of a job and in jail or he got arrested and, and yeah, he is being charged with murder. I believe so. Um, and the young lady's father said, I don't want no hugs. I don't want to be friend. Fuck you. Yeah, he said, I'm going to stop that fucking narrative right now. <laughs> like, we're not even going there. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely disheartening and sad. But at the same time, it's not surprising. It's not a shock. I'm not baffled. I'm not, I'm not taken aback. Like, this shit seems so normal now and this is it's 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 fucking frustrating um yeah and uh, for me it's it's like it's it's to the point where it's more surprising and we're more taken aback by the fact that the officer actually quit and he's actually going to be charged with murder and only reason he quit is because they Fire! They were about to fire him, but he quit before they fired him. That was right. surprising. They they were actually was about to fire the man. I'm like, oh, for real? Y'all about to do something? And it's so surprising to me that Amber Gruyere got uh, she getting locked up. Although she's probably not going to do that whole bit. I was like, oh, they really got her ass. It's great. Gruyere's cheese. 
Um, what's the lady's <laughs> name? Wait, Amber Geiger. Her, that one. Fuck her too. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's all I have. Oh, and Empire has been good as 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 has been How to Get Away with Murder. Uh, we're losing television legends this television season, so it's kind of sad. Um, I mean, ain't I nobody sad about Empire. They, I'm very lies, sad about How to Get Away with Murder. Lies. I am <laughs> locked and loaded on Empire. I want to know who killed him. Um, it's just a lot of this dramatics and 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 and. It's it's such a fucking soap opera. It really is. And the moment I was able to appreciate it as a soap opera and not like a primetime drama, but a soap opera where things are supposed to be like overly dramatic and, and stuff like that, it, I was able to appreciate it a, a lot more and enjoy it a lot more. The music still, I'm like, okay, this one's a bop and this one, I was like a fast forward through, but <laughs> I I thoroughly enjoy Empire. I do. Okay. I mean, it's been a long, long time since I've watched Empire. I feel like I stopped after the second season or something of the sort. And you know but, what? Um, I wouldn't blame you. Like, I understand that it's an acquired taste. It ain't for everybody. You know, I'm not going to run around speaking and preaching the gospel of Empire like I do, say, Beyonce or Mariah Carey or anything. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't say, ooh, y'all, let's watch Empire. You know, that's just something I watch like by myself. Right, um, I think at this point it's like a it's like a it's almost it's almost like a guilty pleasure for you. Ain't no guilt. I'm a grown ass man. All right. Well, excuse the fuck out of me. My rent is paid. My water and gas are on. My cell phone is on. Um, my car your got gas in it. Your line's not suspended. It is not. My bill is paid. No past due <laughs> balance. Um, and that's only by the grace of, of God because Lord knows I had to promise to pay for a few months straight I was like look don't cut my shit off I would give you money in like two weeks <laughs> it ain't gonna be the whole amount but it'll at least be the past it. Mm. Um, so yeah in the words in the words of Charnel when I get it you get it and even then when I get it you gonna get some of it cause the niggas still gotta <laughs> eat <laughs> you know <laughs> Oh my god, we should get a we should get a financial advisor on the show one day. That would be fun. I feel like there are more in your area, so I'll leave you to do that recruiting. Please don't make me do that. I gotta talk to these motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, I am right, bad so, at listening. Oh man, no, you're not. Um, Shit, I would be a horrible <laughs> prostitute. <laughs> I would not make a dime. Well, that's not true. I wouldn't make that uh, much though, because I'm I'm. I'm not a marketer. I'm not a promoter. I'm not a. I'm just like, oh, you don't want it. Okay, cool. That's why I had like the lowest Macy car applications when I worked at Macy's because I wasn't about to pester nobody for no damn Macy's car. I'm like, oh, you don't want it. Okay, cool. Your total is ninety five eleven. Cash or card? Okay. But you see those arrows? Go ahead and swipe your card. Right. And uh, they're like, cancel. Huey, um, they're like, Huey, we need you to um keep asking after the third no. I'm like, nah. It was one guy, he was like, I was doing my job, you know, do you need help finding everything okay? He was like, No offense, I'm just trying to shop. I was like, No problem. I got you. Shop. I will leave you alone because I didn't want to ask you this shit no way. I didn't say that part. But it's like I wanted to leave you alone, but I'm on camera. <laughs> exactly all right so that's gonna wrap they up this fire week me. fuck them oh they oh they did fire you yeah but because what? of attendance huey said i will come to work whenever i want no it was a about a 30 minute drive um so sometimes i was a little bit late because of traffic but then the last like cause that Macy does like well at least when I was working they probably still do it they do like attendance credits so when you're late you lose credits or if you um like call out late then you lose more credits than if you're late and I lost mm, my last gotcha, credits gotcha. um dealing with family emergency stuff so and they knew what was going on so I was like okay whatever they called me and let me know I was fired as I was walking into my full time job at the time 
which was at a hotel. So I just walked in and said, so just got fired from the part time. Can I have more hours? She was like, yes. And the world continued to spin. There we go. That's how you work that. Alrighty. Well, that's going to wrap up this week. It's going to wrap up the timeline for this week. And we're going to go right into the category is. And this week, the category is fear. Um, so let's jump right into this. Uh, what are some of your current fears? If you have any current fears. Um, Current fears. Hmm. I mean, I'm scared to try because I'm scared to fail. And I'm scared to die because I'm scared of hell. I'm scared to kiss because I'm scared to hug. And I'm scared of sex because I'm scared to touch. I need you to bring that back for me. This might sound silly, but it's true. So don't pretend it ain't you too. We all afraid of something here because you ain't human without fear, said the prophetess Jasmine Sullivan. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, at this point in life, um... I'm kind of at a place where I don't have fears as much. I have concerns, uh-huh. but I don't really have too much fear of anything. Um, I feel like I've been to enough and in enough, uh, bad and dark places, um, to not really be afraid of much. Um, and then, you know, therapy is amazing as well. You know, psychiatry too. So, I mean, we love all mental health things. Um, so I'm not really afraid of much. Um, All right. Again, concerned about things. Yes. But I, f- I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's a good thing, you know, like to for you to be at a point where you feel like, you know, you don't really have anything that's like, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be something that's bothering you every day or something that you're, you know, thinking of long term that you're like, you know, afraid of. Uh, that might happen or something that you're trying to yeah. avoid um, because I feel like we all have those things. They're probably just not, you know, they're probably just harder on, on different people and certain things hit harder than, than others. But um, like for me, I have like, I think one of my current fears right now is to be, to get to a point where I'm so comfortable with being alone that I, build up too much of a guard or like a wall you know when it comes to like new friendships or relationships you know don't do that no i know i'm saying it's one of those things where like i you know over the past year like i've had such a shift in like friendships and relationships and you know Mm. just you know and i'm i'm getting to a point where you know i enjoy you know being alone um but i also you know i also feel like i I need friends. I need a community. I need to feel like, you know, I'm part of something. Um, I and thankfully, need people. Yeah. <laughs> and thankfully, you know, thankfully because of the podcast and, you know, um, of, and all the people that I've met with and collaborated with, you know, I do feel like I have a sense of community, but you know, if we're talking long-term and like I said, new friendships or new relationships, you know, I don't want to get to a point where I feel like, you know, I can't let some people in, you know, mm. because I used to, I used to be the complete opposite where I would just almost let everybody in. And then I kind of had to slowly learn that I couldn't do that for everyone. No, nah, cause people suck. <laughs> right. But no, I, I can, I can definitely see that and understand that. Um, I don't know. I will say for a while I, I was kind of afraid of, of really connecting with people and, and, um, like pursuing love and shit um but that was because i wasn't in a good place with myself and i didn't know what or who i was bringing to the table right so i was afraid to really pursue that because like i don't know who i am i don't know what i'm really able to give um so I was afraid of that for a little while, but the more I, again, therapy, amazing and, and, and dealing with, you know, old traumas and stuff like that and just becoming more confident and secure and aware of myself, um, kind of helped those fears go away for the simple fact that I knew, like, I know who I am. I know what I'm bringing. I know 
what I'm worth and I'm confident and secure and all of that. So I'm not afraid of pursuing that shit no more. Again, it is concerning that, um, you know, the, the, the possibility of, you know, heartbreak and all that stuff is, is definitely concerning. But, um, I also learned to, to stop using fear as a reason to not pursue happiness. Mm. Um, so if, I mean, even with like podcasting and acting and being back in school, like and all this shit, like three, four years ago, I was too afraid to do any of this. And, and I, I would not have, but at some point, you have to really stop letting fear get in the way of you pursuing happiness and, and realize and accept that even if it don't go your way, even if the shit blows up in your face, there's still satisfaction in knowing that you can never sit back and say, I wish I would have done this or I wish I would have pursued this or you're not left with the case of what ifs and regrets. Um, and even if it does blow up in your face, you know, still keep pushing and going and don't let the fear for happening again keep you from pursuing what you want to do or something that makes you happy um, because you'll never get there. And you'll end up living in a, a place where you confuse safety for being happy and it, it you end up lacking fulfillment and enjoyment. I'm speaking from my own experience, so it might not apply to other people. Oh no, um, but, but it's yeah. you know, but it's it's our show, so that's that's what we know best. <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, no, I, I wasn't trying to preach a, a personal experience as a, I I was communicating it as a general thing. Um, right, right. It is more of a personal thing, but yeah. Okay, well, I feel like that's a good segue into you know going into fears that we've overcome. Um, so thank you for kind of bringing us into there already. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Oh no, it's fine. Because uh, like I said, I was gonna go there next, but I guess I'll I'll continue the conversation with a fear that I've that I feel like I'm that I've already over um overcome, which is traveling alone. Um, I used to that be, and I'm think I'm talking like everything from like you know going to like a bar or a movie by myself to going out of state by myself. Like, um, I used to be so afraid of that just because you know it was like just the unknown, you know, like a couple months ago when I went down to DC for the first time, it was my first time ever driving, you know, that far away from Connecticut. And a couple years ago, I would have never even considered, you know, doing something like that by myself. So I, I love those long solo long, Jesus, long solo road trips. Those are fun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've done it a few times. Um, but and but I can also understand how that can be off putting because it's like I'm by myself. If something happens, if I'm driving at night and something happens, I'm literally by myself. Um, so yeah, I get it. Well, I mean, thankfully, when I you know went down to DC, I left um probably like maybe six or seven in the morning. So when I got down there, obviously it was you know still daylight or whatever and then when i left the next morning it was you know still daylight um, when i got back into connecticut so that part you know wasn't as uh as scary and there's been a couple of times where i've you know drove back from new york late at night um but obviously it's not as much of a drive as you know dc so if if i if something had happened i'd be closer to home that's always a plus too yeah, so not only not only do it did I do I feel like I've overcome that fear of traveling alone and you know doing things by myself. I'm I've also overcome the fear of being vocal um and being listen, you know, and being corrected if I need to be, you know, like when I was a teenager I used to be so afraid of, you know, forming an opinion and and just like standing hard you know standing hard behind my convictions or whatever because for the for the longest time you know i was always told that you know my feelings or my opinions on things just weren't valid um and obviously those people you know i wasn't around the the most uh supportive people for them to you know tell me things like that but um you know it took me it took me having to do you know, what about your friends and listening to other people's podcasts and hearing their stories and collaborating with them and feeling like, you know, oh, wow, like, you know, there's a, there are other people that share 
similar stories to me and my friends and you know it's and our feelings are valid and you know no matter what people try to say about you know certain things that we go through as a community like you know i'm not alone in this so right. you know now i'm at a point where i've you know i can throw out things and you know into the into the world and say certain things if i'm if i'm wrong then you know then i'll be wrong i'll be wrong and corrected and i'll just apply the lesson going forward um but i i I've I've come a long way from the shy sixteen year old that was just a little bit on the fiery side. <laughs> Depending yeah, on who I, you talk to. <laughs> I, I used to be afraid of telling people no, um and, and asserting myself and boundaries and things like that. Um but not no more. <laughs> you got me fucked up. I have reached a place where I genuinely feel at peace um i don't feel like anything is missing there are things that i want and things that i want to accomplish but i don't wake up feeling like something's missing i don't wake up in pursuit of something that i don't know what it is um and i refuse to that man nigga no bitch fuck that up like no (laughs) no 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 um no (laughs) not happening i worked hard for this i have had to unpack things that were not fun to do um co-pays i still fucking know kaiser like a good $140 $140 in copays because I just go, I'd be like, oh, bill it, please, because I don't want to pay it today. Um, <laughs> so you're damn right. I'm telling people no and, 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 and establishing and, and, um, maintaining boundaries and, and things like that. Um, one thing my therapist told me a while ago is like, you can't be worried or concerned about somebody's response. And for a long time, I was afraid of upsetting people and, and hurting people. Um, or contributing to their, their feelings of despair and, and shit like that. Um, but that ain't got shit to do with me. Ain't got, ain't got a damn thing to do with me. So I, I let that shit go. Right. And, and, and here we are. <laughs> Alrighty. So let's move on into our last little, uh, form of this category. Do you have any, I don't want to say like unorthodox, but like maybe like some silly fears. Um, like for me, I feel like as I got a little bit older, because I, I used to love roller coasters, but now I'm just like something. Something about them just don't doesn't feel safe for me. Maybe it's because I've watched too many videos of like malfunctions at you know these little mobile festivals and shit, where I'm just like I'm good with a nice water park, and I'll just I'll leave it at that. <laughs> like nice I don't, maybe park. that's. Maybe that's just me getting old. I don't know, but like that's definitely one of my like silly fears. Um, I mean, I'll go on a roller coaster, but I'm as I get older, I'm just a little bit more cautious about it. Um, mm. You know, so I have that, and also I'm afraid that if I, you know, if I if I'm ever so lucky uh, to have a partner or a boyfriend, that he'll be packing too much down there, and it'll be a problem. See, I'm not afraid of that because I would just say no. Uh, there is no, I, I cannot, I can't accommodate that. I just cannot. I, it, no, 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 fuck no. Um, no, no, no. I can't say no enough. Um, I mean, I should say this. I haven't, I haven't been through that situation yet. Um, I I never have to. Unfavorable experience. No, just one unfavorable. I was gonna say, have you been in that situation before? Uh, I've had an unfavorable experience where <laughs> uh, I was ready for things to be over because I was in discomfort. Um, okay. And it was like, oh, I'm almost done, you know. I'm almost done. I'm like, okay, can you hurry the fuck up? Because this is not like I I did not enjoy any parts of that i didn't come at all like it was just i, I was miserable and then there I, I i was bleeding for the next three days and at that time oh, i had no. a care and i didn't want to go to the emergency room because i had a very 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 high deductible that i had not yet met and i was just like uh i don't really want to go 
Yikes. Because I don't want to pay nobody enough. But, um, you know, it, 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 everything went back to normal. Um, after some prayer and fasting. Um, and I was just like, oh, never again. So, and I think that was like 10. Um, yeah, never again. This, <laughs> nope. And it was curved. All righty. I need some Motrin. I need, <laughs> I need some ibuprofen. <laughs> I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> it is painful. I feel like that is a good, like, conversation. Where it's like a you know we could open up that conversation more on a different episode about you know <laughs> and it was without poppers oh my gosh like it was like giving birth without an epidural oh wow I'm exaggerating because <laughs> I have no clue what giving birth feels like and um I I I do not want to know firsthand but yeah <laughs> all that to say I wouldn't say I'm afraid of them it's just I have a stronger version. And I can't accommodate it, so right, right. I mean, yeah, it, it's 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 just not going to work. It's not realistic. Um, I can help you find somebody who can, you know. I mean, they're they're always out there, uh, every which way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have any silly fears? Um, I don't like bees. I'm I'm starting to warm up to them though. Um, I was always uh, I was scarred by bees. Uh, by the movie My Girl. Oh yes, um, yes. Um, because I have allergies, and when I saw My Girl, I didn't really grasp the fact that people can be allergic to different things. So mm-hmm. when Macaulay Culkin, when Thomas J got stung by the bees and died because he was allergic, I was like, oh, I have allergies. So if I get sing- stung by a bee, I'm going to die because I'm allergic. Um. And I held on to that irrationality for a very long time, even after I knew that there was no logic to it. And I'm not allergic to bees, just pollen and cats and other nature things and now shellfish. Um, but yeah, I, I had an emergency. Thomas Shay can't see without his glasses. It was so sad. Um, <laughs> and I, I keep catch up as far away from me as possible, especially if it's not in a, a sealed or closed container, because I don't like the way it looks. I don't like the way it smells and it is not funny to taunt me with it. I will literally stop talking to you and probably delete your number out of my phone. Um, because it's just fucking disgusting. It grosses me the fuck out. It makes me want to vomit as does, uh, cold food. <laughs> it looks disgusting. A lot of it smells disgusting. Um, like the, the, the aesthetic of cold pizza just looks like the bottom of an ashy foot. It's disgusting. It's gross. <laughs> um, cold broccoli smells horrible. It smells it does. horrible. It does. Um, like even cold spaghetti, like I, hurry up and warm this shit up because it just get it away from me. Um, my mom would like bake chicken and she would, uh, leave it in the, baking thing with all like the juices and shit and then you put mm-hmm. it in the refrigerator and then you open it and it's like it's fucking seasoned jello it's disgusting <laughs> um it's just it it's fucking gross oh my gosh um so yeah oh and like a dirty bathrooms and dirty showers and, and kitchens and but again these are the very strong conversions um yeah bad vocal performances Let's see. Okay, that's not a fear. <laughs> <laughs> I think all the other things were valid because I'm I'm feel I feel the same way about like common areas of the house, like kitchen, bathroom, living room. Like if those things are like dirty and you got people coming over, I'm like, no, this can't be. Like my rooms will always be a mess, but like my bathroom and my kitchen, those will always have to be like decent at least. Yeah. Like I don't mind My if there's dishes in the sink, but it's you know if there's like fucking skyscrapers and colonies going on, no, I can't do all that. My um my bathroom gets a little junky sometimes, but that's because I be ripping and running and moving. Um, <laughs> and I I don't have company. Like I don't really invite people. I'm barely home to invite people over. Right. Um, but you know I probably start having company soon. Um. Well, alrighty then. You know, you know, living in sin. You know how it is. It's you, you know, know. cuffing season. Thottom is in full effect. 
Oh, we're cuffed. Thought and breeze. Um, we don't have to thought we're married women. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, um, yeah, like I, I, I'm, I am a stickler for housekeeping though. Um, mold and mildew. Oh my gosh, I will cringe. And it's like it's 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 a moment where I don't know what to do. Like I can't be dirty. I can't not bathe. But then like I cannot get in a, a moldy mildew shower. Like it really grosses me out there's like some like i've been trying to get them to come recalk my bathtub although it's not like bad at all the the little bit that's there bothers the hell out of me i've put in two work orders for them to come recalk my tub and nobody has yet to do it i'm going to put in the third one tomorrow now that i think about it um (laughs) because i I, I want it gone like this shit looks gross and their mold nor mildew is for paying rent this bitch so get the fuck out exactly (laughs) <laughs> oh my god um i mean i get that too i feel like once you it could be like the tiniest little spot but once you see it there and you're like it, it's hard to, to not see it <laughs> I'm, I'm apple cider vinegar scrubbing it baking soda and clorox and bleach done passed out from all kinds of fumes in the bathroom although i had the door open and the fan whatever i concocted it just i'm exaggerating but yeah and I can do it myself now. It won't come out as neat, but I can do it. You can do it. I'm sorry. All right. Unless you have any more uh, things to address, I think we're going to wrap it up. Um, I just want to let Gemma know that she's a fat cunt. Um, <laughs> who and why? You haven't seen that video before? What video is it? Uh, when uh, New York was on Celebrity Big Brother. Oh, yes, yes. I, I remember that now. I will let Gemma know that she is a fat cunt. One of the best reads in television existence. Mm-mm-mm. She just doesn't have the vernacular she thinks she possesses. That was a fatality. Finish her. but she says she has somebody lied to her somebody told her that she's a fly sexy and she's nothing she's none of those things she's nothing of the sort (laughs) she just doesn't have the vernacular she thinks she possesses that's like half of you niggas on twitter well alrighty then I mean, it is because I'm like, uh, oh, never mind. I'll be nice. Well, let's uh, My let's wrap this nice up. And soft and smooth. <laughs> let's wrap this up because I think one of my roommates decided to take a fucking shower during my recording. Um, yeah. So that being said we're gonna wrap up this week's episode thank you guys so much for listening you guys can find the podcast on twitter and instagram at house of hughes pod you can find me on twitter at frankie l rivera instagram frankie.l.rivera and my photography instagram underscore box guy huey where can they find you they can or you guys can find me you guys and gals and gender non-conforming individuals um you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Baby Huey. That's B-A-E-B-Y-A-2-E-Y. That's me. That's where I'll be. And shout out to Libra Green for coming on um, and gracing the show with his presence. Make sure you guys check out Left Hand Libra. Dope EP. Um, yeah. Alrighty. Well, um, oh yeah. Make sure you guys uh, leave a review, tweet us, DM us questions or whatever. We're open to every, almost everything. Um, we may read your question on the show or give you a shout out. You never know. Um, we're on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, and Radio Public. Um, and I think that's pretty much it. Unless you have anything else to say. Um, I have one thing to say. Okay. Unlock, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Close us out. (laughs) I cracked myself up. Category close, motherfuckers. We out. Peace out.